and welcome to another episode of The Science Patrol. Join us as we discuss the adventures of A.G. Subarai's Warriors of Light and their unending fight against the forces of darkness and relentless monster armies. And now, the hosts of The Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. And once again, we return for another episode of The Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, uh, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Green. Hey, everybody. How are you? He's he's the Barry White of the podcast oh, today because he doesn't feel good. Yeah, if you're here a hack, that's going to be me. Yeah. Fair so, warning. Today we're going to discuss Ultraman X the movie. Here he is, our Ultraman. <laughs> Hello, Owen. What's up? He's early today. All right. Don't give Pat too many hugs because he has a cold. Easy. All right. Beat it. Thank you, sir. See you later. <laughs> All right. So we've got the Ultraman X movie. Here he co- here comes our Ultraman. Uh, that was directed by Kiyotaka Taguchi, written by uh, Takao Nakuno, Yuji Kobayashi, and Hirotoshi Kobayashi. And uh, it stars everybody that you're used to. <laughs> yeah, you can't go over the full cast list because we'd be here for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, cast list. Exactly. Release date March twelfth, two thousand sixteen. So Makes we're sense. close. Yeah, we're close to, to we're close to two years on the anniversary. Running time of seventy two minutes, and uh, it was pretty good. Wasn't bad. Wasn't I liked bad. it a lot. I like I like the fact that they gave you enough backstory in about if you missed five it, yeah. to ten minutes. Well, you didn't have to watch the actual show. Yeah, if you had missed it, you're like, oh, okay, right. If yeah. you knew even any Ultraman whatsoever, you could have watched this without having watched the sure. Ultraman X series, right? Which was very well done. You know, right. They give you here's a little snippet of the first episode. Here's a little snippet of the whole series. Yep. A nice little recap. And, and you're done. Okay, let's go. Yeah, that was good. Um, uh, it is the, uh, let's see, trailer was released in December of 2015. The film was released in 2016. Uh, William Winkler Productions announced that this film and Ultraman Ginga S, the movie Showdown, the 10 Ultra Warriors, will be dubbed in English and played as double feature in theaters. That is the one we missed. Uh, they also stated that a dubbed and subtitled release is possible in the future. Get on it! Well, we want to know about the Ultraman G movie, if that's going to be either in subtitles or... It's somebody else subtitle it. <laughs> I mean, it may not be something we'll go to see in the theater, but... Well, I'd be, love to be able to take the kids to see it. Well, right? sure. Yeah. Well, sure. Um, the movie begins with the recaps, as we were saying. Uh, returning to the, ori- the current storyline, Dr. Gorman narrates the story of the original Ultraman fighting for peace in the galaxy. Uh, during the narration, he flashes to a certain battle that Ultraman had with the Baltans. And uh, back to the present, he is disgruntled that Rui and Mamur did not hear the story since the two had heard it before uh, multiple times. But he soon catches their attention by showing them his replica of the Beta Capsule. Yeah. Which, which he attempts to use. <laughs> well, he had both the Beta Capsule and the Capsule, the one for the other Ultra as well. Yeah, but not yet. I thought he did. No. Okay. So, he whips that out, tries to summon the original Ultraman, and then he creates a gigantic explosion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... So much that Rude comments. Uh, maybe that needs a little bit more fixing. Uh, after the title, uh, Zio members celebrated Daichi's return from his monster observation in Australia. Well, yeah, and now... Where else better to put them than well, in a continent that has nothing going on in the middle? <laughs> 
Well, I mean, that'd be a good place for monsters to actually whale away at anything because there's nothing to whale away at. Well, that and everything in Australia is already trying to kill you. Yeah, everything in Australia is very, very deadly. Yeah. It's amazing. Spiders, snakes. Anything. Koalas. Yeah, oh, Koalas yeah. have, like, syphilis or something. All of them. That's great. I yeah. I bought that one. Yeah. That's great. They're like... They're you all know. just deadly animals because they have evolved that way to become really deadly animals. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, every time you see a cuddly koala, you can just think, like, everything I have drips. You know, so... <laughs> uh, then, uh, let's see. Um, and Captain Kamiki uh, says he gives him uh, cookies that were made by his daughter. And that hints that their relationship has gotten better. Yes. yes. Which was nice. I thought that was a cute touch. And then uh, Ultraman X starts talking to Asuna about you know she shouldn't eat so many cookies. She flips him over, and you sit there going, "Nice." I, I get the point. You're trying to help, but it turns out to be a little bit of a uh, pain in the neck. A little killjoy, yeah. Little killjoy. A little bit of Let her have kit. a cookie. Yeah. Don't have to say, "Well, you're fat every time." <laughs> Good lord. And then, uh, and then, uh, <coughs> there you go. Um, Tachibana comes and yells at them for getting food on the, the uh, duty table. Ah, oh, please. So then there's a distress call from the Baraji Ruins where they discovered an ancient pyramid. Right. And, yeah. So they arrive at the location, Daichi and Asuna bump into a young boy named Yuto and her mother, or and his mother rather, uh, uh, Tamaki. And she reveals herself to be the one who sent the signal. They also meet Carlos Kurosaki who is a... Uh, like an internet celebrity who well, gains fame. He's an actual television celebrity. I guess. Because, and to go a little further into sort, he does have his own studio building. Yeah. yeah. So he's got to be a full television celebrity because while I think you can have buildings for video for the internet, I don't think quite as big yet. Yeah. Television does have big buildings like that. Yeah. I don't know how big the YouTube building is now that I think about it. <laughs> From what it looked like, it only looked about oh, three right. stories tall. Yeah, fair enough. You know, and I know Dirty Rock is well, 50 yes, stories tall. Thing. They've had a bit of a head start. Um, so he blows, uh, blows a hole through the pyramid with some dynamite or something, and they discover a giant statue of an Ultra. Yeah, it's Ultraman Tiga. Right. Which they tell you almost instantly that right. it's Ultraman Tiga. In case you didn't know. Pat didn't know. I did not. Um, the fact, that's why I had to write it down, because I have no idea who these guys are without some kind of knowledge. They also discover a blue stone with a mysterious, mysterious uh, runes on a column, right. or on a tablet, rather. Uh, as with the Jas- And with the Jasper Stone, the light of the sky and the light of the earth united. Once the bonded light has been lifted, darkness shall return to the darkness. <coughs> Excuse me. And you're sitting there going, okay... I know the light is going to be Ultraman somehow. Sure. And the darkness is going to be whatever Some monster Some sort of monster. Got that. But you're wondering, is it going to be our Ultraman, or is there yet going to be... We know Ultraman Tiga is now going to be in this right. somehow. Right. Are there going to be more? Yeah. Spoiler. Oh, yes. God, yes. Uh, so Carlos takes the blue stone, uh, ignoring the warnings uh, that Tsukasa... Um, Right, takes the stone right away because I don't care. I, yeah, I own it. Everything. It's mine. Well, I he own bought everything. the property, so it's all his. Oy. So he takes it, um, 
and uh, decides he's going to take it back to his uh, his his building. But the pyramid starts shaking, and uh, they all they all skate out, and then uh, a monster erupts from the side. And this is about the coolest looking monster, and we've seen him before. I don't remember. He was actually in Ultraman Jeed. So I remember the design of the eyes. Right, right, right. And I was like, you know we have right. seen him before. Right, he was. Yes, right. Okay. Okay, but I mean, he was cool. Yeah, he's definitely a great. So the mother-son pair were brought to Zio headquarters after briefly um, mistaken, uh, they were calling Tachibana Kamiki. And uh, they quickly revealed the monster's name, Devil Beast Zygorg. Right. And now, we also have... Um, Daichi turning into Ultraman, or is that a little further? I think it's a little further on. A little on. further in, because we got to, you know, I just know, I wrote down that we did, he had to do the full transformation for well, is the movie. The uniting. Yeah, know, it is the movie. Not, you got to go watch the show. That's right. You got to so get, get everything in. Full, long form, every step of the uniting, and a long form of everything for exceed, and then let's lovingly display our blade. Right, right. And nothing happens. Um, let's see. So the X divisor is damaged at this point. He's unable to transform. Um, I think they must have skipped the fight. In this, uh, in this, yeah, because I mean, yeah, it looks that way. Yeah, well, this okay, yeah. So they, they, uh, they, they each does transform into X and promptly gets his hinder handed to him, right? In that fight, and then the monster somehow, like you said, just turns everything to lava. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're wondering how does that work? I don't know. It's some sort of. It looks like it was encrusted with lava. Okay. Like, and that just sort of. Stopped all the yeah, mechanisms, sure, why maybe. Not? Sure. Okay. <laughs> because. <laughs> Just because. Uh, what can you do? So, um, with all the exposition, what I like most is that they broke the fourth wall to explain it to the audience right away. Yeah. This is what we're doing. This will explain everything to you directly because you yes. don't know what happened. Not right. to the woman that doesn't know what happened. Right. But to you. Right. And you're like, okay, I like that. So he's able to restore X using electricity, but the divisor's still damaged. He can't transform. Uh, Rui takes Yuto on a tour within the lab department and meets Dr. Goramon, whose appearance scares him. At first. Yeah. Uh, then he shows him some uh, cyber cards of the Ultra Warriors. Right. And right. Uh, he's like, don't let anyone know you've seen these. And the kid's pretty psyched. And, yeah. and I like how he did the display of the flash and hear the cards. Right, right, and right. Oh, and oh, very nice. Yeah, and yeah. Like, okay, I like that a bit. Uh, several of them are OOP arts from ancient spaceship and jewels from an ancient empire, but a peculiar one. Which Utah has no... no oh, that's because they're looking at the... Uh, at the rocks. The rocks. Yeah. One of them's a corkscrew. One of them. <laughs> yeah, it's all sorts of weird different stuff that they say, this is all ultra stuff, and you don't know why not. And you yeah, say, yeah. Okay, I know he's that's like, a corkscrew. Yeah, this is I know that's a bottle opener. Right. Of course, but he's a kid. And he's like, oh, <laughs> these are stones from ancient Mayan temples, and it's a uh, bunch of glass marbles and whatnot. But he's a little kid, he's cute, and you go, all right, fine. Um, so... Uh, there's a uh, like a wand shaped stone right Dr. Garmon takes interest in and you can see just a chink of the stone has been removed and there's something under it yeah something written in 
hieroglyphics right. or whatever they want to call it, but it's not exactly hieroglyphics. Right, right, right. Meanwhile, God. at Carlos Communications, yes, he celebrates, uh, Carlos Kurosaki celebrates his research by showing off the blue stone, but nobody's really interested, uh, believing it to be junk. And Zio detects Zygorg's movements, uh, who tries to proceed to Area T2 underground, traveling through lava. Right, at 120 <laughs> kilometers an hour, which is fancy Moses. basically 100 miles an hour underground. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, holy criminies, that's fast. Yeah, yeah, that's fast. And we wonder why Japan has so many earthquakes. <sighs> terrible, yes. terrible, terrible. Um... They realize that the monster is going to try to destroy the stone, and had they, uh, what's your face, Tusaka or uh, Zukasa realizes that and tries to head out with Asuna to Carlos Communications. Uh, Kamiki per, uh, commences phase four, ordering an evacuation of the area. Right, I and mean, you're wondering does he automatically go? To whatever phase he thinks is the most important. He is the captain. I guess. Yeah. Oy. So what was great is when they, they send out the Muschettis. And I love that scene where there's people like evacuating. And the Muschettis are flying past, right over. And they're like, oh, Zio. Yeah. You know, like. All right. We're not in such bad shape that Zio doesn't think that they can't yeah, save the day. Yeah, we've got this. That's going to oh, be fine. God. You don't got a hint. You don't got this. Not yet. Not yet. So... Um, Let's see here. Um, the boy is sneezing. I don't know if you can hear that. but um, And then more kaiju appear. Wait, no, no, not yet. I don't not think. Yet? Not yet. We gotta. Yeah, we gotta get to. Oh, you, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I didn't know you were picking them up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, so Zygorg shoots off to. Um, spines from his back and uh, shoots off and they become Antler and, and Golza. Golza or Gonza? Golza. Okay. Um, and nice destruction instantly. Yeah. I gotta give them that. They yeah. Break buildings yeah. left and right. The Antler is fantastic. Yeah. Um, Weird looking monster that I actually remember. I'm like, hey, oh, I know, I know that, that guy. <laughs> I know that guy. Oh, the the uh, Golza is actually from Ultraman Tiga, so it's a Referential monster for uh, Ultramantiga. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was cool. Uh, Zeo members continue their attack despite Zygorg uh, nearing the Carlos Communications building, and uh, Carlos eventually hands get, you know gets uh, hands over the stone reluctantly, very much so reluctantly. Um, meanwhile, uh, Rui and um, Mamaru uh, have delivered the kid to the tower. Right. And they participate in this attack via the space muschetti, comedically well, no. using the cotton candy gun. Right, but it, she also, what I thought was de referential to the dads, Rui wants to bring X to Riku. So right. what does she do? She changes into the Zeo battle armor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No over the lap. Over the lap. <laughs> no reason for that, but my dad's on the something else on and I'm right. cute. It's adorable. And um, yeah, that, that, that cotton candy bean, I wrote that, really? A <laughs> cotton candy bean? Hey, it worked once. I guess, that's all it has to do. So, uh, <coughs> they, the, the kid's mom finally gets stuck under a beam. Yes. She has the, she has the stone, and uh, <coughs> Carlos Kurosaki decides he's going to take it, and he's like, no, no I'm not going to take it. He tries lifting the uh, beam off her, 
and he gets he gets hurt. He throws his back out. The assistant tries to help. Asuna tries to help. Daichi tries to help. And then the, and kid, the kid comes gets over there, lifts the beam by himself. Right, because he's got the wand. Right, and the stone in proximity, and it gives him the strength to lift the beam up. Because he actually becomes. Tiga. Right. Very Tiga. soon afterwards. Right. Shoots out out of the building. Yeah. Into uh, uh, into the monster. And you sit there going, okay. I don't expect a lot of logic anymore. I like that. <laughs> but you know me with my logic. I don't yeah. expect a lot. There's nothing there. Right. To pretend to be logical. It's no. Like, okay. He's going to become an Ultraman. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. God. So, uh,. X now understands the meaning of the letters. When everyone's emotions and heart united, the bond that unites earth and sky from that united light, it refers to us, the giants of light. The blue stone reacts and summons the original Ultraman. Right. And man, I had a grin a mile wide on he my face. He was cool. He showed up and I the, the music from the first series starts playing and I'm and like, like, oh yeah, yeah. right. And I'm sitting there, I did the same thing. Now we're amazing. talking, now we're talking. So this guy in Space Muschetti joined Tiga Skytype in an aerial combat against Antler. Oh my god, when he sprouted those wings. Rings. I, I thought that was a thing. I lost my mind. I'm like, I hadn't ah! seen him fly before. Now yeah. I don't know if he did or not, yeah. obviously. No, there's this great there's this great scene where the three Ultras are fighting these three monsters. And, and it's a nice double screen because you've got the giants on one and then the regular sized people are shooting as well, shooting right? Shooting at them. And I thought that was a very cool double screen. And what I loved is Antler sprouts these wings and flies off, and Tiga looks like, all right. And he and turns into sky type and just jumps right, right up, up after him. him. Oh, it's so right. cool. Ah. Um, so, what I really liked was uh, oh, they, they, uh, they used Cyber Bemstar power for the Sky Muschetti, um, or the Space Muschetti did that. And uh, it allowed the Sky Muschetti to crash into Antler's wings, removing yes. the monster from its aerial proficiency. Uh, I love that Hayato like turns the Sky Muschetti into like the fiery phoenix from Battle of the Planets before he crashes. And going, okay, yeah, I, that's pretty know, rad. That I didn't need logic for. No, that, that was, I was just like, cool. You know what? That's just cool. I'm gonna let that go. Like, oh, I got to put a card in here and do this. That's great. No problem. Um, then he fights, uh, Tiga breaks off the right horn of Antler uh, and finishes finishes him off. And Ultraman fights Golza, uh, but is pummeled by the former's cannibal attack, which was pretty cool. He that was a cool starts, attack. He just became a giant rock yeah, ball kind of yeah. thing and slam right into him, which yeah. was super cool. So then they uh, counter the attack, uh, the, the Zeo does, with the bazooka and the land Muschetti. And Ultraman recovers and destroys it with his species ray. Well, and but he X also gets the Tiga and the original Ultraman power. Right. And oh my God, that suit is about the coolest thing. It's crazy. I've ever. It's got a sword. Seen. It's got a full big chest. Yeah. There's all sorts of nonsense going on on that. It's great. And then they also show a total of six different Ultras. Right. Well, the first thing they do is they. They all shoot their specium rays or, you know, xanadium rays Whatever you at the monster. Them. And you're like, ah, that about did it. And then he just comes walking out. You're like, oh. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, then. I see. Well. <laughs> Wrapped around um, 
Ultraman Kid Prime's and, next, right. and, and Ultraman Tiga's next. And he shoots off these things, and it creates... Uh, oh, hold on. What the hell is his name? Oh, I didn't... They were all the same exact monster, though. Yeah, it was... Um, 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 Tusuri Damaga. Okay. Yeah, whom we've seen. Yeah, no, I've seen Damaga. I knew who he was. Favorite, one of my favorites. I like him. But, um, they, I mean, they shot him to all sorts of Dallas, and... That was great. That footage was great. Very, very well done. And you got to figure, they had to make... Money was spent. Yeah, for the movie. I want to know spent. what the budget, budget was. For this? Yeah, I would love to know that. You got to figure, they didn't go too, too crazy on the destruction. Well, so it could a lot have been, of destruction, though, because when they were fighting, Ultraman... No, 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 no. I'm saying the, the destruction of other cities. Oh, yeah, no, you can't, you can't build that stuff. You know, that's, you know, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but I mean, just the background shots themselves, just to put the monsters in them. Yeah. Would have cost them something. Yeah, of course. Not a lot, but something. Yeah, absolutely. That's not exactly a, uh, that's not exactly what you call... Stock footage. Free. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, yeah, it's not It's not free. Um, but, um, uh, let's get back to what we're doing. Oh, I thought you were trying to look up how much it I am, but I figured I, but then I lost my place. Ah. Uh, so, X changes, uh, let's see, the cyber cards of past Ultra Warriors resonate, and it summons them all to fight against, uh, the monsters. Yeah, all the Demagas. Oh my god, that was so And great. it was cool, because you saw them in the city. Right. And then, when the Ultras went to fight them, you saw them fighting against, basically, blue backgrounds, so that way they could actually do the battle. Yeah. Without having to, like you said, build the whole city. Yeah. To somewhat scale, which was well done. Yeah, so we had Ultraman Zero in Shanghai, uh, Max in Geneva, uh, Nexus in Cairo, Victory in Buenos Aires, and Ginga in Chicago. That's supposed to be Dallas. It's supposed to be Dallas. <laughs> X quickly severs Igor's right hand with that big giant club. Which I thought was very well done. Yeah, and he merges with Tiga and the original Ultraman, creating... Uh, a huge data wing that charges the worldwide ultra warriors with energy to needed to finish off the Damagas. Um, Somehow I didn't notice. Yeah, that remember time. that big set of wings he had? The big chest plate. No, no, when he's flying. Oh, the golden wings. wings. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize that that was charging up the other ultras. Right. Then he changes the Beta Spark Sword into a bow and arrow configuration, which I thought was the silliest thing. It was, but it works. It so works. It works. I also love the fact that then Zygorg shoots this big beam of fire at him and it does nothing. It does nothing. Which I'm very happy. And about. they blew Zygorg up like. Holy that moly. That was an explosion. Yeah, lots of money. So the others celebrate X's victory, and the Ultra Warriors regroup for a moment, with Zero commending X on it becoming stronger, and the Ultra Warriors leave. Zero flies past Rui, much to her delight. Right. Uh, Tiger refer, uh, reverts to Yuto and X, uh, separates with Daiichi. Because of everyone's bonds, he finally regains his true body that was lost 15 years ago in Ultraman. The Ultraman leave the air. Right. And now that he's defeated most of the monsters in the world, he can go and defend the rest of the universe, which right. is what his job is supposed right. to be, not just one planet. So, Yuto awakens, having almost no recollection of his time as Tiga. Praised by his mom, though, something he has yearned for. Carlos and his assistant take leave while notifying Suka of an island in the South Pacific that has been closed after illegal mining has discovered uh, cursed diamonds. Of course. Yes. Of course. And you're sitting there going, cursed diamonds? So All they, right. 
at headquarters, they celebrate their victory, and uh, Tachibana does not bust their chops and just takes in a Claire this time. Yes, yes. Uh, while Asuna misses X, he quickly appears again in Daichi's divisor. Right, because the, now that the curse There's diamonds, something else coming, yeah. Right. It's created. Oh, I, didn't even, I didn't even think it might be the diamonds. I oh, no, the cursed diamonds. That's of funny. I didn't even think about that. He explains that the Earth will be under attack by Deastro. So, uh, Zio's satellite picks up the monster sighting and the team rolls out once more. Dude, what are you doing? It's pushing me out of the way. It's okay. Go ahead. No, I don't know what that was. <laughs> That's funny. Alright, so real quick, we're going to get into our our, uh, our uh, monster minutes. Zygorg, 70,000 tons, 66 meters. He was originally, this is his first appearance, and he went into episode 18 of Jeed, Inheritor of the Dream. Okay. Status is deceased, by the way, in case you didn't know. <laughs> See, I don't like that. Because if they had just said, you know, moved or whatever... You can't be dead, dead. None of the monsters are dead, dead. No, everything comes back. Exactly. Oh, That's the monster roar. That's the monster roar. Um, hold on one second, buddy. We got to get to the trivia about this guy. Uh, no, no, no. There is no trivia. That's upsetting. That's, yeah. Yeah, no trivia, you guys. Well, considering this is his first appearance and his only other appearances in Ultraman G, right. it's not going to be a lot. Be something like the guy tripped once while Bob. You know, the, uh, it's a great. Oh, come on now. Um, yeah, so his origin is hell, the Baraji ruins. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's crazy. But yeah, I love the fact that he can summon his own minions. That was very cool. Since speaking cool. of the minions, there's Fire Antler. Uh, or Gorgantler, as they call him, and uh, so it's just he's pretty much the same, other than his flight. Yeah, I mean, it was basically Antler that all of a sudden just sprouted wings and flew away. Yeah, and you're like, okay, I can buy that, no problem. Yeah, I thought he was great, though. I thought that was a uh, nice definitely a, a a good thing. Uh, he was meant to fight Ultraman while Ultraman Tiga fought against Fire Goals, so creating like nostalgic. I got but you. they decided to swap it out because they thought it might be cool to change it up. It would be cool. It was cool. I mean, I wouldn't have noticed if they had fought their original monster at all because right. I just wouldn't have noticed. But I thought the fights were very, very well done. Absolutely. And Golza um, it was originally from the first episode of Ultraman Tiga, which we'll get to. Um, Fire Golza sounds like this. <laughs> Oh, right. I like them apples. I like them apples. Yeah. So he is uh, 62 meters, 68,000 tons. He does not say he's deceased, even though we saw him die. Well, uh, again, <laughs> I can't say that they're deceased ever in this show because they're going to bring him back if yeah, they can. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. We've seen that. That's, that's the whole point of Belial. Is he was like, yeah, going to make a giant monster. Uh, bless you, pal. Reappear. All, all I'm going to make all of them. Dimension. Yeah, I'm going to make all of them come exactly. back. Exactly. Uh, Fire Goals made his appearance in a magazine scan to demonstrate the ability of Ultraman X when donning the Gamora armor, but as only a demonstration, this was never shown in the episode. Okay. Goals was supposedly to appear in the first episode of X, um, but he was replaced by Dumaga. Bless you, Owen. Bless you, buddy. Yes, Owen likes to pretend he's sneezing. Uh, let's see. Uh, the only new design that came into concept was his cannibal attack mode. Okay. 
Okay. That's good stuff. Uh, the form of Golza has incorrectly been referred to as Gorzga or Gorgza. Okay. Gorgza, there you go. So yeah, I think it that was, was a very, very cool movie. Yeah. Well worth the hour and a half hour and twenty Ten minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. You know, because I'm trying to watch this and the kids don't want to watch it, I'm trying to watch it when they're not awake or, you know, when I'm doing anything else. I have to stop it when it, they're like, oh, this again. All right, fine. Why do they want to watch? Why don't they want to watch that? Zygorg alone. Well, somehow they, like I said, they didn't, they liked the, the Jeed, but yeah. they don't like X for some reason. You want to, you know, kind of, all right. They're crazy. I, I try not Crazy, to. I tell you. No, I'm not arguing that part. They are my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no information on the Wikipedia about the, uh, about the, I think he uh, just wants to sit on my lap. Budget, yeah. I haven't got one. Yeah, the button's closed. There you go. Everything's fine. You've been eating berries because your teeth are purple. There you go. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just basically I wanted to uh, to cover one thing in news, and that's it. Oh, two things. Uh, Toku is going to be showing Ultraman Cosmos now. Okay. So that's the whole series. I gotcha. Which okay, would be nice cool. if... I don't know if that's on Crunchyroll or not. Toku is a different service completely. No, I know that, but I don't know if they have Cosmos. Or oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. It's a little annoying that they don't, that they keep using, that they have Different stuff. services? Well, yeah, because I don't want to pay for two different services. No, well, I understand. Annoying. I understand. It gets annoying. Um, but I wanted to announce the death of Isao Takahata, animator, director, and co-founder of Studio Ghibli. Okay. Uh, so that he uh, was the guy who worked with Hayao Miyazaki to do films like uh, Grave of the Fireflies and uh, None of this I know. you know My Neighbor Totoro that kind okay. of thing. Yeah. Okay. So he had. Uh, don't be doing that on the table. It's loud. Um, all right, you gotta stop tapping on the table, Monkey Man. And uh, so yeah, he also did Lupin the Third. If you ever seen Lupin nope. the Third, it's, it's good stuff. So. Died at 82, assumed oh, heart problems. He, so he did okay. He did okay. Well, anyway, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Oh, what are we doing next next week? Just so people next week is the first Ultraman Zayas film. Okay. So you said try to find that. Nuts. Oh yeah, it's a it's an Ultraman parody movie. Okay. So fun stuff. So and then in uh, next week we'll tell you what we're going to be watching after that. Sounds good. It's a short series and it's easily available online. There we go. All right, we'll see you guys later. Sally Fordson. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Terminal Sunburn. TerminalSunburn.bandcamp.com. Contact the Science Patrol on Twitter at Ultraman Podcast. Our email address is UltramanPodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Search Science Patrol or Ultraman Podcast and we'll add you. The Science Patrol is available on iTunes at UltramanPodcast.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Please make sure you subscribe and tell your friends. I'm Barbara Rossi. The Science Patrol is a Faces for Radio production.